This is At The Nexus, episode 61, What If I Had One Right Here, on Friday, February 1st, 2013, and now, with more wooing and Blackberry! This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petschel and guest Sam Eberts. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm quite well. It's it good. seems Maybe. like it's been a long time. Uh, you know, I think we've been doing shows on time, so how long? Is it about just a week? Yeah. yeah. It seems like I've done so much this week. I had work, work three days. How about you? Um, I got a lot of crap done. Oh, I got a router that finally came. I know I talked about purchasing it, but now I got the experience of owning what I purchased. Is that your Epic 90-port switch router? Uh, 48, to be exact. I rounded up to the nearest 90. That's a good number to round to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite nice, and... And um, I enjoyed configuring it. It is very loud, though. So as soon as I bought it, as soon, as soon as I got it through the door, I took my screwdrivers and I took it apart. I took the whole thing apart. So isn't that the same thing you did to our mixer? That didn't work upon arrival. Well, I think what you mean is that it doesn't work now either. No. Uh, you see, that didn't work. So it had something to do with the power cable that came with it, not the power supply. Uh, I immediately checked the um, the power cable was broken. Like, uh, I was missing a pin on the inside somehow. Like, somehow it got stuck. That's impressive. Yeah, it was, like, on the other end. Either way, I took it apart trying to see, and then when I, t- I took my power so, uh, multimeter and I checked everything and everything was good, so I just switched cables and found out that that was the issue. So it is in a working order. But I noticed that the guys vacuumed out all the internals. Like, the whole thing. That is impressive. Yeah. Who did this um i bought this from a refurbished uh reseller uh microsoft certified refurbished so she like have some skill yes so they vacuumed out everything everything was good i very much still like this company um it was 20 bucks for the switch and 10 bucks shipping and it got here within 10 days so that i'm happy with that so what does that switch let you do again um well it lets me most the most important thing it let me do is uh practice ios commands i i have packet tracer which is a cisco program that allows you to virtualize everything like you can you can drag virtual things onto the thing and then you can run commands just like if it was on a real thing but i wanted the experience of cuz to run it you have to um use a special terminal that will allow you to um enable uh, this is Crap! Basically, you have to emulate it, and it's really hard to do with. And you can't do it with this regular bash shell. So, um, so um, that so, was fun to play with. Oh, for the people like oh, me. Oh, wait, wait, wait! No, no, no it's okay. No, wait, so, wait. No, it's okay. Who are you? It's okay. Where did you come from? This doesn't matter. But for the people like me who came from nowhere, uh, what is iOS? Because the first time I heard you say it, I was thinking iOS. iOS. You know the thing. <clears throat> so explain. It stands. So before you go on, he means iOS, the popular consumer electronic operating system. Right, the mobile operating system. Well, this is um, Cisco's uh, Interwork operating system. Um, it, it's that what it really stands for? Interwork operating huh. system. Interwork. Yeah, interworks or hmm. something. Um, either way, it's been around for approximately twenty-five years. iOS has been around for seven, six. It was rebranded. It was branded to iOS two years after debut. So four. Six minus two is four. Four. So I think Cisco kind of beat. Yes, the iOS but thing. unfortunately, Cisco did not ingrain it into the minds of its slaves. I mean, customers. Well, you see, everybody in the world uses Cisco. I did not do this, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> okay. And now he praises the MagSafe, too. What? No! <laughs> no, no, it's okay. All right. Well, okay, there. It's green. Everything's well again? Yeah, so iOS is... um. 
it's just a way to configure switches from the command line interface. Um, it's very, very nice. Um, at first I didn't like it, then I did like it, then I went back to hating it, and now I absolutely love it. Um, so you know how you use the terminal all the time. And so when yeah. you're typing in commands, you hit tab to autocomplete. Right. And it'll either show you if there's multiple options or if there's just one thing, you just, it autocompletes and you hit enter. Well, with Cisco, if you know there's only going to be one thing, so there's, like, commands that you run all the time, like enable, like, that'll allow you to go over. So I type in en and then enter. I don't have to hit tab first. It just automatically completes. Right. As long as there's no other commands that start with en, right? Yes. Um, but there's some that you always do, and then if you want to, like, let's say you type in the word show. There's a bunch of things, there's a bunch of things you can show. And so you can hit show and then question mark, and it has this context sensitive thing where it'll just, it'll bring the line, like, it'll bring the word, the command show down to the next tab so you can continue writing, and it'll show all the things you can run. Oh, cool. Um, so it's like a dash help or something. Yeah, but, but you like to know when you run first... man or help in there, like, it, it's, it's a, it gives you the information you need, but then you have to retype everything or hit, just hit the up arrow right. and back. Does it have up arrow? Is it? Yes. Yes. All those are still there. <clears throat> um, so have you, I don't know how familiar you are with like the different shell scripts or like bash or whatever, but like mm-hmm. Linux terminal, how similar are the command names and capabilities and stuff from iOS to like bash or something? Shell okay. And terminal in You've used windows terminal, right? The, the command prompt? Yeah, like like trace route, um, every, all those commands are the same. So okay. it's very, it's a lot more similar to a Windows command prompt. How unfortunate. Um, but there's a bunch of things that make it work usable, and it's a, it's a nice system. Good. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's a very good thing. So your twenty dollars switch was a good investment over the th- seven thousand dollars otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's some other stuff I was looking at, and once I get a job, I'm probably going to get some new yeah, stuff. Yeah, you were showing me some cool stuff. Well, I was showing you this new chassis for um, for two hundred bucks. I could get uh, two routers and a Cisco chassis. The chassis itself has two power supplies, so one fails, the other one just takes over. It's um, but manageable. What I was really reading nice. is that it could do something with more gigabits than one. What does that mean? Um, what do you mean more gigabits? Well, it said eight hundred and forty-eight mega or gigabits, and I didn't know what that meant. It had a couple fiber in. Ins. Okay. Oh, eight hundred two dot four something. That's that's the fiber I I triple E. Uh, oh, I see. Thing. It's like you know the eight hundred two dot eleven that the other crap that for all the stuff. Um, there's the fiber one is something like that. Hmm. Too bad they're all under eight hundred two. They are, and uh, I got a Every table. Every single one. Yeah, actually, I should know. I should have that table memorized. No, you should. Um, Nobody should. No, I should. Why? It's not my certification. Pointless. Well, ask Jeff. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't know. See, I don't. He never got CCNA certified. That's weird. How um, did he do this? Well, he he's a. He, I'm skipping a tier. I'm really trying to do really hard. Good. Um, do that. Well, if I I either burn three hundred dollars and then I'm absolutely broke with no possible future, or I have a somewhat bright future ahead of me with uh, ruling stuff. I started my own company. Oh, what was um, it? Delusion Enterprises, so, a subsidy of Nexus Labs. Okay, so that's not really starting another company or a new company. My company started company. a new branch. I think you're going under or uh, going through a rebranding phase. Rebranding. Mm-hmm. And by branding, I mean delusion. But my mistake yeah. for mistaking the correct. No, it, it's, um, we should have a shareholder meeting and discuss the, uh, you know, the last time you had a shareholder meeting, the pest control expert oh, quit on you. Oh, man. Yeah, no, she, she did not deal with that ant poison I requested. Um, that's still leaking to this day. It's been two years and that poison is leaking. And isn't, isn't the chief finance operator like AFK also? Well, the science officer doesn't acknowledge he's a science officer. My Coke officer doesn't even tell me how much Coke we have. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. 
So how was your week this week? You know, I was just going to say, you know, my week was pretty good. I have no idea what I did this week. Do you know what I did this week? You went to school. I I went to school all week, all five days. All five days? So last week, uh, was it President's Day? No, it was Martin Luther King Day. Uh, So we only had four days last week. So this is my first full week of school. And I heard one of your teachers didn't even show up your last day of last week. Yeah, my the professor mumbled in his Indian accent that we weren't going to have discussion on Friday last week. And I can't decipher mumbling in a foreign language very well. I mean, I'm just not an expert at it. I, I mm-hmm. prefer mumbling in English at, at the very least. I see. It's understandable. Yeah. So I, 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 I went anyway and then just talked to some people who were also in the class just about other stuff. But anyway, um, it, it, the the lecture is kind of boring because we, we haven't really talked about much. It was just merge sort insertion short and, uh, you know, algorithms to measure yeah. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's actually neat. But I, it's not that exciting. Yeah. But the, the 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 TA I have, he's a great guy. He actually, this is the first time I've ever learned something from a TA in a lab in like two years. What'd you learn? Well, by learn, I mean shown a an example comprehensibly in such a fashion that I actually know what it was going on. Not only did he say what he was doing, he wrote it correctly and large because you know I'm blind. Wow, it's incredible. So, what did he teach you? Oh, so, um, have you ever heard of merge sort? Yes. So, let's say, uh, you wanted to know the, um, big O size of merge sort. What okay. would you do? Um, how big is the array? Irrelevant. And, no, no, and merge, you split that in half, don't you? And then, no, that's um, selection. Well, you can, you split it in half just repeatedly. Yeah. With merge sort. Um, well, anyway, so the idea is you kind of, sort of, kind of count the loops. Um, so basically you come up with an equation such as, uh, 2t, uh, and then inside of t, t is a function, you have, um, n over 2, and then function ends, and then plus n. So, uh, with that, we ha- there's an algorithm called Master's Theorem, and this guy should know all about it. Um, so we learned that. Microphone. Mic, please. Yeah, microphone. Microphone! Master's Theorem for what? The, recurrence relations? Yeah, recurrence relations. Yeah. So you use a bunch of recurrence relations to do all this stuff, and so, after learning about that, we learned about the general form. So it was kind of cool. Okay, very good. Yeah, you can roll your dice. So, what'd you do this week? So, what did I do this week? Yeah, I heard you were in a tournament. Yeah, you heard about this. Tell uh, me about. That was on third last night. Uh, yeah. Sign up for the release midnight release party tournament thing. Uh, it's a booster draft tournament for the new Magic the Gathering set called Gate Crash. Uh, the draft was with Return to Ravnica cards, which is like the previous set, because they couldn't actually give away the cards from the new set till midnight. Right. Um, and then the prizes awarded, which I didn't get any of because I suck, uh, were from the new set. So it was pretty fun. But you still had a good night at the source, right? Yeah. And then I ran into somebody there. Oh, yeah. I sabotaged. Matt showed up. Discreetly. About halfway through. Talked. And no, I was there me. pretty early on. Okay. Well, I noticed Matt about halfway through. What? Back mm. up? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't hear yourself, so it's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I noticed Matt about halfway through anyway, and we hung out, and he gave me a ride home, which was he's, nice. He's very discreet, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. kind of like walking around looking at the stuffed toys things. Whatever. Yeah, there's um, these Martians that had their brains exposed to the elements. Not a good spot for their Martian brain, but uh, it was a good look. So, um, any anything fun happened in school lately? Um, I guess my 4061 intro to operating systems class is pretty cool. Um... I got my textbooks. Oh, yeah? Spent like 400 bucks on textbooks this Ridiculous. semester. Uh, one of which is the smallest textbook costs the most. Mm. 
Yeah, you were telling me about this. It was like 150 pages, and it was smaller than most textbooks, and it cost like $160. Wow, that's absurd. Yes, very. Could could you find it used anywhere? No. Uh, I didn't look that hard. So, um, how how are your VMs? Oh, yeah. So, I also have been breaking VMs left and right. When I got back from my trip last week, uh, I guess it was like two weeks ago now, the VM I had been using for work was broken. I don't know what happened to it. It just, when it boots up, it shows this weird blue screen with some giant text that's hard to read. And it's really quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll get a screenshot for the audience. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I made a new one and tried to like rebuild all the software I needed and stuff. And then turns out that that one broke too because I was messing with some uh, configuration files that I shouldn't have been. Or I was messing with them. I needed to mess with them, but I did it in the wrong way. And so I destroyed the path variable on boot up. And so then I thought that one was gone because I didn't know what I had done. And then Ryan, well, I kind of knew what I did, but I didn't know how to fix it. But then Ryan told me that because um, it went to the login screen and then it just wouldn't log in because I don't, it like it wouldn't sucked. load the desktop environment or something because the path variable right. was broken. And so Ryan showed me that you can do control alt and then a number or an F, a function number like yeah. F1 through F6. Yep. Each open one of the six different um, shells that are available on boot up, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And so I fixed it through the shell. Yeah, I never use that feature because my UI works. But it's a great feature, though. Yeah, I, I suppose it could be. It's useful in that, that situation. In that situation, it's great. Yeah. I, but I, I like using my UI. <clears throat> Otherwise, it's hard to VNC into things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where was your trip you got back from? Oh, I was in Japan skiing for oh, just Japan. a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you anything cool there? Ski. There's a lot of snow. There's like mm. three meters of snow. That's a lot of meters. Mm-hmm. Three meters. That's pretty tall. This, yeah. I mean, like, actually, there were three So you, you were also telling me about how expensive it is to ski here versus there. Yeah. So Japan, in general, people think is really expensive, which is pretty true. It is expensive. Um, it's like Europe is expensive to travel in. Japan's expensive to travel in. Um, so is America expensive to travel in? Comparatively, to most countries, yeah. To Europe, not so much. Okay. It's more expensive to travel in Europe than it is to travel in the States. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, so it turns out skiing in Japan really isn't that much. You can get a hotel and a lift ticket and rental sometimes at a ski resort in Japan for about the same price that just a lift ticket costs in the States. And what mountain were you skiing at? Uh, well, skied for two days at a place called Ferrano, which is they've hosted a couple World Cup races and stuff for downhill skiing, um, which was pretty cool. And then spent four days skiing at Niseko, which is one of the places with the highest like annual snowfall one of the one of the ski resorts with the highest annual snowfall in the world which is like 15 meters or something on average which is pretty impressive 15 meters is a lot yeah. yes i would say so um so yeah that was really cool don't let it melt all at once <laughs> well oh we had a fire drill earlier oh man yeah. we uh we did yeah well Didn't you already say that no i don't no, think so no, we haven't talked about well that. um so in, in the unreleased fringe so in the fringe fringe um our old uh, librarian came and had a visit here in the studio got to see all the stuff again uh you'll find that unreleased at the fringe.net.com slash google um so in other words never oh okay yeah fire drill went that bad huh hmm, too bad if well i mean yes <laughs> that vapor mist was hilarious what well, okay we're not talking about that you're denying <laughs> all knowledge of it that must be a bad sign <laughs> No, legitimately. What are you talking about? Remember when the said object went outside and hit the snowbank? Oh, no, no, I was only discarding the visitor part. Uh, Everything else is fair game. Oh, so I I threw a boiling pan of grease out in the snow, and it just went... In this cool thing of white cloud. Is that what a Quagan makes? 
Cue, cue. No, uh, uh, um, <laughs> not like that, but close. Cue, cue. No, that I, is I not a quaggin. Cool. Right. <sighs> yeah, there used to be a table uh, here, but it's gone. I thought you liked Ooh. that gone. No, I do. I don't want it ever oh. back here. I like having three chairs in here. It's nice. Yeah, we, we probably play the clips in here. No, I just got to get rid of that piece of crap. Oh, you want you don't want that there? I do, but it's in the way of that chair. Yeah. And me out. moving around the chair. Well, what if it was on this wall? This wall's dead yeah, space. You know, I thought of that, but you know what? I don't know. You have to move it then. No, that's actually really easy. No, but then that chair can't go anywhere when I don't want it in front of the door. Oh, because it would totally trip up the uh, mm. boom right here. Yes, I think so. So it just... You get a corner shelf. Hey, you know, I got a better idea. How about if I don't do anything? Or just burn that. No. I need to put mm. the fringe... What am I talking about? The, uh, what do you call that thing? The shrine the stuff shrine. somewhere. Oh, they can, uh... Also, I need to find... You know, I yeah. was thinking about that, but I also need to find um, the little light... You know, the the thing we had the lamp plugged into? Yeah. It's not there, so I need to find wherever that is. Oh, it would be great to have it for the lights. That's what I want it for, because yeah. I want to plug it into that socket, and then... You'd have to spin your lights, you know? I know. Um... Gray circle. Sphere. This? What is that? It's your Gundam. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay, well, now that he's entertained... Hey, do you want to do some lightning? This is probably the biggest week we've had in months. Yeah. You know, honestly, this week is bigger than CES combined. Wait, what does that even mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. This is bigger than CES? Really? Okay, let me ask you. What is one product that came out of CES? Not you, him. The guy uh, who's on spoons. the show. Some spoons. Okay, now the guy who does not listen to the show. Three different consoles. Steam, NVIDIA. So... The, the thing, yes. The third. The shield. Third. Uh, what shield. is the third? Well, Shield no, is NVIDIA. NVIDIA is the Shield, yeah. yeah. But what, what's the third? Don't remember. Oh, okay. Okay, that's right. But anyway. That's it. <sighs> Gets I knew that. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't say Piston came out, because Piston had been okay, existing announced. hardware already. Three different consoles were announced? I know, but it's not really announced, because the hardware had already been there. and they're Yeah, just no, but it wasn't it. going to be a Steam box. It, yeah. that's, it came out of CES. They announced it. Yeah, okay, okay, well, we'll it. go with that then. Okay, so he got it. Okay, in other news, what is an, a non-gaming product that came out of CES? Spoons. Uh, probably correct, but unimportant to the consumer electronics market. <laughs> These spoons count how much food you shovel into your mouth. They're amazing. They but tell they... fat people they're fat. <laughs> it's very useful for I people I can see like me. why you would be inclined to listen to this story. Okay. Okay. So where, where are you going with this? Well, I think this week is bigger than CES because CES was not very great this year compared to the previous year that yeah. we covered. Last year's CES was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. I was really hyped about the CES, but uh, it turned out into a flop. So, are you going to change the order of the lightning at all? Why? Because I see the lightning, and it's not BlackBerry news. It's breaking my heart. Oh, you know... But I hear there's BlackBerry news this year. Week. <laughs> this is the year of the BlackBerry, honestly. Yeah, it is. And so, I... I, I um, the, big, the reason this week is bigger than CES week is because of BlackBerry. We didn't do a special because we didn't do a special, but because nothing happened. But, remember that week where we oogled over that browser that... One minute and 42 second video it, of the browser. It truly was amazing. It was a revelation, and that has coalesced into the release of BlackBerry 10 and the Z10. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that as a main topic today, but we have to get through other news first. I see. So, so we save the best for last. We're saving the best for last, but instead of talking about the BlackBerry first and, and now, as we always do with some typical BlackBerry news, we're going to turn to our other good friends in the enterprise market. Microsoft. So you're probably wondering why I'm holding this Nexus 7 up like this. Why would you do that? It almost looks like you're pretending you have a camera. 
No. See, when I was at the source taking pictures of Sam playing cards, I kept on trying to think, how can I hold his phone up without looking like I'm taking pictures of all these kids? Because mm-hmm. there's this 12-year-old at the end of the table just glaring at me like, why is he taking pictures of us? And I was just sitting there on my phone taking pictures <laughs> of Sam. <laughs> so I, I do have to point out that I go through this all the time. So I have, I, I'm able to take pictures with this, actually. So I have a, an app called Camera Launcher. And so it just launches the camera. No, no. Bloody crap. That's not uh Hey, do you hear that? Yeah. Wanna do that? Oh, you can't hear it, obviously. O- only yours does that. Oh, well. Oh, hold it to the bottom. All the way. Touching. Let me try it with my mic. Maybe it's just my mic. Yep, just my mic. Hmm. Your super, sens- your super sensitive one? Yeah, well, who knows. Well, anyway. So, um, should we talk about Microsoft? You can talk about Microsoft. Oh, the, by the way, the reason I'm holding the Nexus 7 and not reading this screen is because I like to see my audience. And by audience, I mean co-hosts. Because we have a guest here. Yeah, you know, we have a guest. That's, do you know who this guest is? If you haven't noticed already. Um. Whoa, light up. I was about to say, did he? Did our guest break the UPS again? <laughs> uh, okay, it, he didn't actually break the UPS. Well, you he know just what? happened to be you know, you know what? The power had an unmount failure. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, no, I'm I'm using this so I can see everybody, and I I don't really need to read the the, the you know the articles anymore. I pretty much read everything, so I'm good. Yeah. Oh man, the power button should not be there. Yeah. Anyway, let's go for lightning. You ready? I'm gonna go, go. I'm gonna go first. I see. So Windows 8 Prime Time. You know what? It's over. You know why? Because the forty dollar deal is over. And you know what that means? Today is February 1st, or it was, but whatever. And you know what? That means you can't buy Windows for a reasonable price anymore. So I hope you're ready. It wasn't just a reasonable price. It was beyond reasonable. It was beyond reasonable. So in other words. Fantastic. Fantastic. So now, after two months, two, well, you know, two and a half months essentially since mid November, Mm -hmm. two and a half months of $40 copies, they have only managed to gain Windows 8 market share up to 2.36%. I don't think that's that bad. I don't think that's that good. $40 could have bought you a way out of XP. Yes, that's very true. But people don't like upgrading their operating system. People like buying new computers that have their operating, their new operating I, I, system already on I it. I do agree. However, at $40... But people are stupid. All right, all right, no, audience, you're smart. I love you, my audience. You're amazing. I love you, my audience. That will be ever remembered. Yeah, so this is uh this is history. Mm-hmm. Well, dear Sam, what Twitter? Oh, oh, it's in the last pass. Bloody crap! If I know, <laughs> I'll email it to you. Yeah. So go on to the next story while I take. This. So Microsoft, uh, you know them. Um, it's in their desire to support legacy versions of Internet Explorer. They're going to release this new modern IE thing. So it's going to be a website that has a bunch of legacy IE images for testing. So uh, developers can see what breaks and what doesn't. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. So you can install um, this. It's kind of like a fake Windows with just mm-hmm. IE on it. So then you can put it in a VM and you can see how your website will function. Yeah. By the way, I just want to give an update. I know last week I said I was over at my grandma's house for um, my birthday dinner. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. Um, sh- so I'm t- talking to her, and she's saying, I love you, my grandson! I love Chrome! Chrome has saved me! Oh, well. And I'm like, no problem at all, my grandma. <laughs> my grandma. So I have a grandma story, too. You want to hear it? I would love to hear it. So I- so she she hasn't figured out her master plan completely yet. It hasn't, it hasn't lived up to her wildest dreams. But in the meantime... Um, a few days ago, while I was at work, 
um, uh, she called my mom here at home mm-hmm. and she wanted to know how to download this book for $37. I don't know what it was. It was some kind of book on some website. So mm-hmm. it's probably some scam. But anyway, the point exactly. is, uh, it was a PDF allegedly. Um, so she, she puts in her card info and, you know, buys the book and then it's a download page, right? Yeah. And so she uses Chrome now because I made her. She, she has a Ubuntu that's skinned to look like XP and she also has a Windows 7 laptop. It's okay. a Lenovo. It's pretty nice. Um, so yeah, I should run the war game on that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Just go pay her a visit. Someday. Um, so the, the thing was, you know how Chrome, if you have a PDF, it'll say, this file may harm your computer. Would you like to keep or discard? You always say keep. Well, you always say keep, and I always say keep, but if you're old and you don't realize things actually ask questions, you might not see that thing happen down there, because it's very subliminal when you're yeah. expecting something to pop up, because you used to use Firefox. And then the download client would pop up. It would always pop go, up, and it'd annoy you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, she was never able to find her book. And then we had to walk her through this process of where to look for it and all sorts of stuff, and it never worked out. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, so that's that's my grandmother's story. It's Yeah, she, she'll, she'll get there one day. Yeah. So, in other news, mm-hmm. hey, have you ever heard of Firefox? I have. Well, Firefox is taking your safety, uh, you know, seriously, you know, because they care about you. And do you know how they're going to do that? How are they going to do well, that? Well, they are going to block Java, mm-hmm. Silverlight, and Adobe Reader from opening in your browser. But you know what they're not going to block? Flash. Flash. Yeah, so Sam is disappointed about this, but I, I don't mind either way. One thing that's kind of curious, why are they blocking Silverlight? The same idea behind Java. Same it, difference. Mm, okay. Except the Microsoft part. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was good. But... You know, a lot of people... Uh, you know, I asked actually a good question. So, if they block Java and Silverlight... Like, nobody uses Java for... In, you know, what, what website do you know that needs Java to function? Other than KeepFit. Okay. Uh, how about in the consumer market where, like, 60 million people use it? Um... I'm, I'm kind of like go. thinking like Netflix. Does it? Not Java, but Silverlight. Oh, okay. So what I'm pointing out is that what if this happens and Silverlight is suddenly crippled on everybody's install Ripple. of Firefox and Netflix dies? Oh, well. Well, there goes um, their 3% of the remaining market share. Oh, right, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Microsoft's upcoming Surface Pro will be released in a 64-gigabyte version and a 128-gigabyte model. Um, well, the 64-gigabyte model um, will only have 23 gigabytes of usable space. Hey, does that sound like a ripoff for $899? Mm. So, you can't use over half of it? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. That, that is correct. Oh, and by the way, so if you're thinking that you get Office on this, you don't. So, unlike Surface RT, mm-hmm. which has a 64-bit, or 64-bit, a 64-gigabyte model as well, that comes with Office that has 48 gigabytes usable, well, let me, or 42, I mean, let me tell you, you don't even get Office on the Surface Pro. So, 23, so, where did it go? I don't know, because I have a Nexus 7 here, and it's a 32-gigabyte <laughs> model, and I have it just filled with anime. And I think, like, the, when I got my Nexus 7, there was 28 usable. Exactly. So four gigs for the operating system. So here's what I think. I think Surface Pro is a full copy of Windows Pro, of Windows 8 Pro anyway. I think most of that is taking up or is taken up by some kind of driver crap. Um, it's one device. It should not need that many drivers. Well, so that makes you wonder. So like, what are they catering for? Like, why can't devices just be recognized and then just download on demand additional drivers? What do you think, Sam? Yeah. I haven't been listening for the past like 15 minutes. Where did Neither the 30 has gigabytes Microsoft. go? <laughs> 
So the Surface Pro, Surface Surface Pro. Oh, is, that one yeah, about was, taking up like thirty gigs of space. Well, so it comes in a sixty-four gig model, but only twenty-three gigabytes are usable by so the user. So forty gigs of space. Whatever. Sure. I mean, I don't know. How big is Windows 8 normally? I thought you said it was like 24. I would say 20, 20 to 25 on my installs. Yeah. I, but it's still Crap. still absurd. They're probably just lying. It's not actually 64. It's like 54. And then the other 10 is... Well, I think it's very dishonest to sell a product as a 64 gigabyte model when you can only use 20, you know, 20, 20, 20-ish gigs. Yeah. Has Microsoft been honest? Hmm. Anyway. Hmm? I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't either. So... Um, you got more Microsoft news? I do have more Microsoft news. So you know who we're just talking about the Surface Pro that's coming up in a couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Well, the Surface RT, the numbers are in, and somehow Microsoft only managed to sell 900,000 Surface RT tablets. Now, I know you think, wow, 900,000? That sounds like a good deal. Well, think about how much money that is. Uh, the Surface RT ranges between, I don't know, $500 and $800, and then add an extra 100 to that, so... You know, for the covers. Mm-hmm. So, what would that be like? They made a lot of money, forty-five, like four and a half million off of this. Mm-hmm. Not that much. Wait, that, those numbers don't even make sense. But the point is, they didn't make that much money off of Surface Pro. Also, I need to put a link here. Hence the link, 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 link. Yeah. So Surface yeah. RT failed to see now. Yeah. So let's talk about Verizon then. Well, I would love to talk about Verizon. So the Verizon is rolling out a new prepaid wireless service um, limited to some of the compatible Verizon 3G phones. And it's very cheap. I mean, um, I'm sorry, I started. It's very expensive. So for $60, you only get 500 megabytes. Yes. And then you know what? For two gigabytes, do you know how much you have to pay? Hundred? No, no, no. You have to pay seventy. Seventy. Uh, now, so on the other hand, I believe you get a crapload of minutes and a crapload of text messages. In other words, unlimited for both, except that the the, the, the you know the web. So on a smartphone, mm. what do you do with it? Web stuff. You kind of tend to do web stuff. So I, I don't. You know, I didn't even put on my data tracker because I realized I didn't generate anywhere near the caps. So I didn't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah, because the caps on mine is two gigs. So let me. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. So we have the same service obviously and i hate this pattern unlock thing that sucks so hard so on wi-fi um so mine resets on the first every month i guess Mm -hmm. since this i've been pushing it back every day because i'm a well no my wi-fi my my counter Ah, um so mine um so in the past day i've used 232 megs on wi-fi and seven megabytes over cell which is nothing so um last the last 30 day period i used uh, approximately 174 Mm. on on sell so i don't think it's a big deal um if you're just like you know average use occasionally like on the bus or when you're at a target or something yeah but i think um verizon is ripping you off if you buy that mm-hmm. but speaking of prepaid let me talk about t-mobile's uh new uh mvno prepaid thingamajig okay so it's called go smart and thank you for the tweet sam eberts uh, it's going to be a 3G service, and this is going to cost $35 a month for unlimited talk and text, similar to what, uh, Virgin Mobile, you know, the carrier we have, offers. Mm-hmm. But here's the flaw in this plan. They are only offering at the $35 plan unlimited 2G, 2G, not 3G, 2G. I haven't heard the word 2G in quite some time. You should never hear it in real life. Yeah. Well, but if you pay another $10, you can get 3G. So $45 will get you unlimited everything. And at 3G. So neither of these plans are really doing any better than Virgin Mobile. And even Boost Mobile almost is more appealing because that will get you down to 45 with unlimited everything with 3G and and some 4G in areas. Yeah. So let's talk about Netflix. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So it's launched its uh, own show, kind of like you know how HBO does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so this new show is called House of Cards. It's available this week, all 13 episodes at once, ready for instant streaming. Yes, and so there's a, a little bit of a catch here. So typically, when you have a season, you know, a show that spans a season, they release one episode a week, mm-hmm. you know, to, to draw interest, to draw hype. And when there's a cliffhanger, you skip over two weeks. Right. Just to be a troll. So, yeah, exactly. So here's the, there's a little bit of a thing in order to get the, so the first episode you can watch for free, even if you don't have Netflix. Okay. So you, you get the first hour of the show for free. Makes sense. Or the first episode, whatever. So even if you don't have Netflix, go watch it. It might be good. I didn't see it yet. I'll spend my Friday doing it. Wait. I mean Tuesday. Whatever. Okay. Um, but yesterday, so it, it, it officially launched today, but yesterday, if you wanted to watch the first episode, mm-hmm. if you had an Xbox Live Gold account, you could have seen it earlier. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Troll. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, this is a great success for Microsoft. I mean Netflix, not not, not Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But you know who um you know why why Netflix is kind of sad? Why is it kinda one sad? of their big draws, which is called Downton Abbey. It's it's on pe- Downton, not downtown, it's Downton. Okay. It, it, Downton Abbey, it's a show. Oh, yeah, what's it about? Um, I don't know. My mom watches it, but I don't. Um, so Netflix is losing their rights to this show. What's going on? Power's here. Oh, that was loud. Yeah. Well, that's uh, too bad for the Netflix. Oh, but I'm not done with that one. Oh, so yeah, they are losing that on, like, it officially ends on July 1st, but the news came out today. But you know what happened in the intervening time? Do you know who picked up Downton Abbey from, for streaming rights? Let's see. Who's trying to build up their instant video system? Uh, not Google. Uh, not Apple. Uh, not Microsoft. Amazon! Amazon! <laughs> So, Amazon, in the last minute, swooped in and bought away the rights from Netflix for Downton Abbey. Now, this show is doing extraordinarily well. They're they're getting a ton of viewers, and it's it's good stuff. High production quality. So, uh, Amazon's very pleased. Yes. So, in, in fact, the reason this is great is because my mom finished season one on Netflix, and she wanted to watch season two because season three is being aired on TV right now. Okay. And so she couldn't see season two on Netflix because they didn't have it because they lost their rights. Uh huh. Mm. But you know who had it already? Season Amazon already had it. Great. So seeing that you're a Prime holder, and so because I'm a Prime holder, we got free streaming. That sounds like a win for you. And it was a win. And she's like, "How did you do that?" And it's like Amazon Prime. She just said, "Super hacker." Well, well, no, because I want her to pay me for it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're really good at being an extortioner. Aren't I? Yeah. So we got a video to load up. We do have a video um, to load up. This one is from Sony. Um, Sony is going to be hosting an event on February 20th, and um, we are suspecting with high Sigma 5 accuracy that it's going to have something to do with the PlayStation 4. So let's talk about a little bit about what we think here before we go on. You're Mr. Sony. Well, you have bought into their terrible line forever. No, I never purchased a PS1 because it was a piece of crap. I don't know. Who, okay. Any, I don't know why anybody would buy that piece of crap. What are you doing out there? I'm just asking. He's, um... Well, try not to make too much noise. Anyway, um, so here's the thing. So he's demoing right now the PlayStation 3. So our, our guest is now doing research, field research. <gasps> yes. Any nods. Uh, so... Here's the thing. The rumor is that the next PlayStation, the PS4, so to say, uh, it's codenamed Orbis as a joke in Orbis Vita Viate, which is like the circle of life. It's kind of a joke. Oh, yeah. Um, so the rumor is that it'll have 8 gigabytes of memory, DDR3, very fast, 1600 or more. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll have a AMD APU GPU. It'll be all integrated, which is kind of weird. But if it's custom, it could be really great because 
if it's something that's processor bound, part of that GPU can be, you know, turned into processor. If it's GPU bound, it can, part of that processor can be turned into GPU. So it's flexible that way. Um, we don't know what it looks like. We don't know if there's any new controller gimmicks. We don't know anything about it. Mm. So the slate is clean. And so last week, if you, uh, listen to the other show on the network called 8-Bit Gaming mm. Show. Yes. Um, they talked about, um, I don't, I'm not sure if it was the president of Sony, but somebody at Sony said, why go first when we can see the competitors, uh, ideas and then do better. So in other words, after that press conference and after that guy said that, everybody thought, well, obviously then Microsoft is going to go first and then Sony will come after and Sony will try to do something better. So we'll probably see Sony's thing in 2014 and Microsoft's a little bit earlier. So if this is what we think it is, that reasoning is wrong and that guy was probably just talking stupid stuff. Translation error. Yeah, but, but he was talking in English. Even more surprisingly, a translation error. Okay, well, I'm going to turn this into big screen and it's going to rebuffer everything. Oh, so, right. so are you ready for this? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. I'm So whatever happens, it's it, the the event for this is the February twentieth. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if that's a Friday or not. I hope it is. No, it's a Thursday because isn't your test on a Wednesday? When is the nineteenth? Tuesday. Okay, so it's a Wednesday. Okay, that. So I'll, I'll be at Sony's press conference. Yeah. Um, also, big news for Sony this week. Um, in the UK, they've just been fined two hundred and fifty thousand oh, British pounds. You heard about this? Isn't this great? Yes, and that sets a couple pennies per user, which isn't that very much. But um, so, but they were said to be at fault because they could have taken security precautions to prevent this. So what what this suit is about, or this fine, in, in, in other words, is so. Do you remember a couple years ago? I'm not sure when it was anymore, but was, they had this mad. Massive hacking. Yes, 2011. Um, you know, thing. June or so. And man, was it huge and overblown. But seriously, Sony was very lax on the security. So it's kind of funny that an entire European Union is just suing them for such a paltry amount. I thought it was just the UK. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, um, actually. Well, um, I don't have a link in here. So I just, sorry, that, I'm sorry about that. It's just, um, you know, Sony's, you know, not, not news breaking. That, that, not like that Blackberry. Well, I'll, I'll put a note in here so that I remember to get a link for you guys, but it doesn't really matter. Sony, um, doesn't take security seat. What? Security. <laughs> <laughs> security seriously i've been up for a long time yeah. anyway um is this pepsi anyway <laughs> so who went last i think i just shot something okay well so I, I did i think i did two in a row actually yeah, yeah i'll go next so have you heard about an, a mac pro i have heard about pro max well so pro max usually come in the form of a xeon or two and they usually come in this ridiculously tall Full class tower, all made out of really fine metal, very heavy, um, looks great, looks very industrial. Well, I do have some sad news for you. Tell me the sad news. They're being discontinued in the European Union. Just over there? Just in the European Union. So come March, they will no longer be sold in the European Union. Hmm. Well, sucks to be done. So this means one of two things, or three of four things. Mm Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Yeah. Um, So it could mean that Apple is giving up on the Mac Pro because they're not going to just make it for 
you know, they're, they're either going to make a product that can be sold in every country or not in any country. Mm-hmm. So they're either going to discontinue it worldwide or uh, they will release an update that makes regulatory, uh, the regulations not apply to it anymore. Or what I think is more, most likely and most alluring is they'll make a new product completely that sucks less and that is not so, you know, so when you look at the line up of Macs, there seems to be a gap. There's nothing between the Mac mini and the iMac. So there's no computer. There's just a little box and there's just a screen. There's nothing in between. Yeah. And the Mac Pro, is this thing off in the corner that just seems the odd one out. So they need to redesign it to make it a little bit cheaper, but more importantly, not be in such a weird place with all the other products. I just think they need to make it cheaper. It's a good product already. I think it's a great product already, but they need to make it take up less room. They need to be able to make it in much higher quality you know, stuff. Um, you know, I don't think it needs to get desktops. I think they need to make a Mac Pro that has, like, a you know, essentially... A larger version of a Mac Mini, um, which is called an iMac, but without the screen. So they need to make an iMac without the screen, in other words. Hmm. Sounds sounds kind of hard to make. No, I don't think so. But do you know what's really cool? Tell me. I know it's a little off topic, but have you seen the cases for their external hard drives? The Macs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they look just like the Mac Towers. So I know. It's amazing. Uh, I, I think it looks great. It is a very nice appeal. It's very industrial. Yeah. Uh, it also looks very much like... um. The uh, time capsule and the uh, airport extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Mitchell, I think, has an airport extreme, and he loves it. Well, of course, he does. Yeah. So let's talk a little more about Apple. Well, I love talking about Apple. So Apple plans to release an updated iPad. They 4. don't even plan. They already did it. Well, they've done it. <laughs> Man, that Apple's done it. They have an iPad 4 out there with 128 gigabytes of internal storage at the extraordinary low price of only $800. And for the Wi-Fi, only $930. No, no, so $799 for the Wi-Fi. And two- you did not just do that. What? $799? Is that the same as $800? <laughs> I just did that. So $799 for the Wi-Fi and $929 for the iPad with cellular. Please note, I did not say 4G. I said cellular. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? What is this noise on this phone here? With invisible? What is this? What is this invisible going? Oh, you're on? checking your phone. I'm checking mine. I got an email. Oh, invisible oh, guest. Oh, okay. Well, Sam, you're not invisible. Say hi. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Somebody's recording. And I got a tweet. So we're gonna transition away from Apple and we're going to talk about New York Times. Oh, mm-hmm. I know you hate the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, but we do have something to say about them. They've been assaulted constantly for the past four months by Chinese hackers after they uh did their report on the Chinese premier Wen Jai Bao Hey, you know Chinese. You wanna say this guy's name? It's that Wall Street and New York Times thing. Yeah, you got it. Well, you didn't help very much much thanks yeah so hacking it's breaking my laptop it's true oh it sounds like it's even worse than being hot glued together your dishwasher as it's being opened sounds so terrible <laughs> i know we need like, to oil that thing i am serious i thought i broke it <laughs> i thought i broke your dishwasher mm. like <sighs> that is bad i know it is. Uh, i will record it and put it in the show later okay um your turn. Yeah. So speaking of some hackings, um, Twitter, you know them. Yeah. I well, they had them. a little break in, just just a little one, and only two thousand. No. Twenty five. No. 
250,000 users. Yeah! That is just a few. So it's kind of a little bigger than a few hacking. A little bit. Yeah, so it's a, it's a mid-range hacking. So so what happened to these accounts? Well, apparently they're data and they're also security settings and privacy settings and so they were all, just their, com- all the... Just compromised. Just compromised. Just compromised. You know, just free access, free reign. So, just, just a tiny break. In yeah, there. tiny. So Twitter just reset. So essentially they didn't reset. So they, they sent emails to everybody who was affected asking them to change the password. They wouldn't be able to log in with the previous existing password. But I think, in general, what should have happened with Twitter is they should have just forced everyone to change their password. I think that would have made a lot of people in the security security industry, but also in the blogging community, very pleased with Twitter's response. Apparently, this response was not very pleasing. I don't know why. Yeah. So, hey, do you hate the United States? Absolutely not. Well, what if you were a country that wanted to have some gambling and uh, the United States wouldn't let you, even though you have nothing to do with the United States? Sounds like they're stepping out of the boundaries. Yeah. Well, you know what you would do? You would totally win this case in court, and then you would complain to the World Trade Organization and say, we demand reprimands. Wait, I said this wrong word. What do I mean? Okay, no. no. Yes, that. Say that louder into the microphone. Oh, thanks a lot for nothing. I'm busy. Doing VM nonsense. No. Trying to make a multi-boot USB. Nonsense. Okay. So, here's what happened. So, Antigua, it's a country. Do you know where Antigua is, Sam? I don't. Uh, either off South America or off Africa. Same difference. Countries so look the south. same. Yeah. <laughs> He's mapping in his head. Better not be north. Hey, 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 hey. Ask cartographer. No, 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 no. Load, piece of crap. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Anyway. I was gonna do, uh, location is being Google. tracked, blah, blah, blah. Google. Find me and Twigo. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. What did it get? Antigua. Antigua. Uh, Wikipedia acknowledges it exists. Well, whatever. Let's Here's a map of it. Is it helpful? No. No, <laughs> no it is. So it's just a map of the country, not where it is in relation to yeah. anything else. You know. Oh, well, here, here. Let, let me tell you. It's in the ocean. Okay. Anyway, so Antigua won this uh, lawsuit against the United States because the United States. It's in the States, Caribbean Sea. The United States didn't want them to have their gambling, I guess. So the World Trade Organization is letting Antigua um, host legal downloads of U.S. content, even though that would be illegal here. And it's all for free. It's all just free and, you know, stuff. They should have been done, been able to do that anyways because they're in a different country. Well, so technically you'd be violating somebody's thing. But you wouldn't ever have to answer to it. You would. I mean, if you wanted to trade with anybody else. The point is the World Trade Organization won't be sanctioning them. So, like, let's say you were, like, the UK and you wanted to, like, be mean to the United States. Well, if you did that, the World Trade Organization would say, uh, no, not if you want to keep trading with anybody else. So... The WTO is letting Antigua do this to the United States. So uh, in the future, if you want to, you know, get some illegal stuff, you know, go to Antigua. I'm going to have to find a trip. We don't have to physically go. You just go to the server. It'll be the new Sweden of the world. That's I'll ba- Skype in. Basically, that is a good answer. Yeah. So what do you know about Facebook? Oh, I'm sorry. It's on to me. So Facebook, due to a class action lawsuit about uh, sponsored stories, they might owe you about $10. And uh, also likely your soul. Don't you think? 
I mean, I, I think so. So most people don't care about this. It's kind of pointless for $10 only. And the amount of paperwork you'd ha- probably have to do is absurd. Yeah, I, I we should make our reporter do field testing and see how hard this complication thing is. Oh, I might do that. Well, you know, you know what happened this week that was really sad. What happened? Well, for forty nine minutes, and you know, actually, I was affected by this. I, I, I was, I was looking for a um, PowerPoint clicker. Oh no! And I, I couldn't get one because the Amazon homepage went down forty nine minutes. Just the homepage? Yeah. So oddly, if you had a cached search, like on one of your tabs, you already had it open and then you mm-hmm. continued to search, it worked fine. Or if you already were on a product page, it worked fine. So it's only the Amazon homepage that was broken. Oh, Just unavailable for 49 minutes. I also must note that AWS was completely and resoundingly stable. So AWS was not at fault for this. Hmm, nice. So it's kind of a weird fluke thing. Yeah. So you know the operating system you want to? So you mean that operating system that is going to be developed in secret from now on? Yes, that one. Okay. So this secretively developed thing is talked about heavily by its developers on their Google+. Plus. So it's very secretively in the fact that only three people in the world listen to the Google+. So Plus you mean you're telling me that they're spilling the beans but nobody's so, eating them? So the canonical them? staff and some Ubuntu devs are always um, spilling beans publicly. It's kind of, kind of funny they use Google+. Plus. They love Google+. Plus, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. And so they were discussing on their last Google Plus that they were talking about um, changing how they do their LTS, like, you know, their long-term support, like, you know, the 1204, then mm-hmm. the um, 1404. Yeah. Well, 1404, they're talking about after that happens, they're going to switch to like this rolling release system. So when up, so all updates are just going to be you know, pushed out and it's not going to be like a 1210 or 1410, excuse me. Like, they're, they're just talking about it. It could just be some idiots trying to throw us off. And so when they secretively do what they've always been doing for the last decade, we don't see it coming. I don't know if I like this. You know, I don't think I like anything about Ubuntu anymore. Yeah, you know. Debian's where so it's what, at. So what is a rolling release? What is that? I think this means when up when they have content, they push content. So, like Chrome, right? Like Firefox? Yeah. Like, a lot of people are starting to do that. You know, I don't know if I'd care if it did it like the updates that they already have. As long as it is... Because they have a tendency to break things. That's what I... The, that's my problem with it. So, as long as they don't break glaring things, but, but furthermore, as long as they don't cause massive outrage every update... Like, this week it's Unity, and next week it's Unity 2. You know, you, you can't keep doing this to me. Yeah, I, I don't let them do this to me. You use some inferior crap, I understand. I would have to say it's not. I would have to say your netbook that has it on it is broken. The OS is not at fault here. It's the hardware. No, no, no. I, I, uh, okay, you're right. Okay. The hard drive hangs by a thread. The hot glue is unbound. Oh, get it, get it? It hangs by a thread. Okay. Literally. I have been threading too much, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, you can uh, do that. Yeah. So, is my great pride and joy... To announce announce... your new show? No, 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 no. no. That's still in secret. I don't want to be criticized, so it's in secret still. Oh, I understand. We'll talk about a new segment for on this show. Wait, what? You're doing a new new segment? segment? A new segment. Did I get confused between show and segment? Yes, and it's Bailey's fault, too, because he did not spill any beans this week at all. Okay, so what is your new segment? It's called Just Another Vulnerability Announcement. And it's going to be a, a segment that comes on air whenever we have a vulnerability a vulnerability stories, which of late has been Numerous. every day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, there's just been hilarious things. So let's start this off by talking about Oracle. So we've Oracle talking, or Oracle. Oracle? So Oracle has um, <laughs> having this thing called Java happen, and um, they have a new update to it. Java 7, update 13. And apparently, Didn't they just released update twelve like two weeks ago, and it fixed half of one problem and another half problem. 
But yeah. this new one promises to fix 50 known issues. So how many does it create? We'll find out Monday. Oh, yeah, I understand. Um, but it, it's it's a quite a big hack. Um, we're going to see if this actually works. And for the time being, just keep Java disabled. People will let you know when it's Well, if you have again. Firefox, it's going to do that for you anyway. That's a pat on the back for them. You know, I, I don't... I don't... I don't know if I care. I need Java to run my war game, but I've never, I don't have, there's no single product online or you anywhere. You do applets and stuff. No, yeah. I mean, what product needs an applet these days? None. Yeah, everybody's got their own little PHP servers or other things. They don't. Well, no, I mean, like, if it's an application, it's usually just coded in something real yeah. that you just download in, as a C file and run. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a update that's happening. And so. Download now. If they fixed 50 problems, that means there are 50 problems to work with and they slammed the solution together inside of a week is what i'm getting at well we don't necessarily know that maybe they're just testing now yeah well they were talking about releasing this update um on the 19th like a while away but they had to push it up because people were outraged well do you know one of the reasons they did push it up is because um for the second time in uh you know the past 30 days apple blacklisted java again yeah. So otherwise, they would have been continuously blacklisted for two months in a row instead of just one. Yeah. Kind yeah. of kind of an issue then, huh? So I got another vulnerability for you. Oh, another one. Um, UPnP is um it's a protocol that is used by um, networking devices, so like your phone and other things. It's designed. It's kind of like its own DHCP server. Like it, it will look around the network yeah. to see what it can connect to. It's kind of like always refreshing, always doing crap. Um, and it's kind of. Useful. It's used Have you everywhere. ever used it? It's, your devices use it. Have you ever used it? I don't know if my device uses it. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so it's pretty widely used, though. So what, 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 what's going on here? What's the vulnerability this week? The vulnerability has not been disclosed. They're oh, giving the, well. the world, they're just telling the world that it's a problem. I did not find the story. Uh, you linked to it somewhere and it had a very short article and the Wikipedia page didn't say anything. Yeah. So from what I heard is that they're not saying how it works, but they're saying that by sending a certain crafted UDP packet, what is UDP for our listeners? Yeah, UDP. Well, that is not helpful, but I understand. So by sending the specially crafted packet, you can uh, somehow remotely execute code of your choosing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say if this is limited to Windows or Mac or whatever, but I'm assuming Windows is the culprit. Yeah. And now we have the biggest uh, vulnerability of the day. So Barracuda is a company that has a lot of networking solutions. Like they have firewalls and they have... Um, so it's for like for enterprise? S- corporate? It's for... They advertise it's for enterprise stuff, but it's just for kind of small offices and home offices. Um, I it's, highly doubt it's for home office use, but okay. Well, some people have some pretty nice home offices. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but basically, they had a little bit of a issue. So... It's not really bad that 10 years ago they started making these devices and they just put a back door in um, where they're, they're, their way to have employees fix, like their tech support just went in and fixed your issues with their backdoor SSH protocol. Mm-hmm. So they just went in, enabled SSH, and they just had root access over your machine. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not bad. And it's not bad that every one of their products had this issue. What's bad is it's one password across all devices so, across a decade. What, what do you get access to again? Root. And how do you do that? SSH, and it's effortless. So you mean there is no effort? In Their employees so just go So are you around. telling me that even Sam can do this? If you had access to right. a Barracuda thing. 
Do you want to know what the best part is? Um, I would like to. So there's um, this guy who was contacting their um, support because they sell contract support stuff. And so yeah. you go and talk to them. And the up, they, have, they released a new update, but it still wasn't secure yet. And there's a reason why he couldn't update quite yet. And so the guys was asking, so how do I secure this? I'm like, well, you could take your Barracuda firewall. And if you stick it behind a real firewall, it'll be fixed. <laughs> That is not a fix. And that that was what their uh, technical representative said about their company. That is unacceptable as an um, answer, but great and hilarious. Yeah, but so one password across all router, like all their their firewalls, their um. So I'm assuming this wasn't like done on purpose. It was just like a bug or a mistake, right? No, this is how their tech supports. Instead of dealing with the users, they went in and fixed problems remotely. That is how their employees did crap. You know, this doesn't sound good. I would totally do it from a technical standpoint. Like, if I give somebody a computer, I'm totally setting up um, virtual machines so I, or um, VNC clients so I can just go in there, well, no, fix stuff. No, and that's be done totally with. fine. But I would use, like, um, an RSA key, an RSA key pair, so yeah. that I would have the uh, private key, they would have the public key, and so the user would always have to initiate the request for me to help them. See, I would, you know, have a backdoor, but I don't. A but secure backdoor, you mean? Something. But so the thing is, it is it is a SHA one encryption. But as you know, it takes more than a year to break. So the, th- the thing's encrypted, but it's the same hash, like the same. Well, yeah, so if they break it once, it's over. And they've had ten years to run it. Well, so they broke. They some guy ran John the Ripper. Yeah. To get the, the break down the hash mm-hmm. to the one SSH password. Yeah. It's been around for ten years. Did we find out what it was? Uh, it's um the guy who found the bug did a responsible disclosure. Like so, they're Aww. giving the company to do that. That's too bad. Well, he he this is this was. Um, I th- actually think this was the work of a company who found it. Oh, um, that, that's, that's well, they're they're probably going to get compensated for not destroying their company. But um, that's really too bad. I I really want to know what the password is now. He, the guy did say um, a dictionary attack could break it rather quickly. Well, now so that it happen. must have been something different. Wait, what is the name of the company? I I, I do not know. I'll have to oh, look oh, it up. Oh, oh Barracuda. So password's probably like shark, 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 shark. Yeah, it could. I thought it was a fish. Well, I guess all sharks are Ask fish. our fishermen. You ate fish today. What's a barracuda? And don't say anything about Seagate. Good one. It's a fish. Yeah, see? So sharks. Okay. Never caught one? Never eat one? A barracuda? Yeah. Had a, had a kid eaten by one? people eat them. I've seen one, though. I've been snorkeling in see? New Zealand. See? Snorkels. Wait, where were you? In Mexico. Okay, I heard New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, hey, you know, before we get to these plugs, we got to talk about our sponsor. We're talking about our sponsors. Who's, who's our sponsor? Did you come up with one this week? Well, I did, actually. So, typically, we're sponsored by Photo Booth Memories, and, and, and by typically, I mean never. <laughs> but the, the owner slash not really co-host owner, uh, she was here earlier. This, uh, so, the person married to the owner? Yeah, same thing, co-host owner. Okay. Um, yeah, and so, uh, Photo Booth Memories, buy your ancient photo booth there. So uh, I, I made the website. That's all I can talk about. So, so the guy owns it and owns his wife, and yeah, yeah, pretty much. Now, see, uh, they they they're a good sponsor. They occasionally give me food. That's um, they always give you laughs. So. <laughs> More than I can count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plugs. Plug you want, time. You want to do your plug first because you you've got actually something to say. Oh, mine, um, mine are kind of boring. Well, my, mine's just useful and was more useful 10 years ago. So, Maybe if, you know, ago. mine weren't so boring in retrospect. Yeah. So, you know, back in the day, you had dial-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So we didn't actually get have to deal with this because back in the day, everybody just had dial-up. But there were some people who had, like, Katum, cable modems. Katum! Katum modem! I could... 
That's a good name. I know. Katamoto. It's good. Well, Delusion Enterprise is going to patent that name. Are they? Yeah. Um, but Kato modems, um, like the, they, a lot of them had to, you had to configure them with a DB9 straight through cable, like DB9 to DB9. You know, for most of and, our listeners, they're not familiar with this thing called DB9. You know, I think because our general audience is probably a little older than us, and so they probably remember crap from older times. No, our general audience is literally just two people, just so you know. Well, those two people... Totally mature for their age, so... Okay, wait a second. Well, you know, the one prances around without a shirt all the time and, and I, says inappropriate well, things. Well, so he, when he's and here... And whips his thing out. Well, no, when he's in doubt, I mean. No, but when he's here, he doesn't have a shirt on, but when he's at his... It's cold in Morris. So. But when he's at Morris, he doesn't even wear pants, so... Oh, man, yeah, yeah, that's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have pictures on the uh, website. Now, for our <laughs> listeners, uh, go to blog.the-nexus.tv and then you can scroll down. Really? So this is this is up there? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I believe you, but I'm not <laughs> checking just in case you're right. If you are right, I don't want to see this. So I'm just going to have to take your word on this. Okay, well, I'll send you a link. I won't open it. Anything you send, it will be blacklisted. Okay. So I'm talking about a package called Minicom. Basically, what it does is it allows you to um, open a fancy pants connection to older devices. How does so it work? It works with black magic and it can emulate um flow control and other things to allow you to com- to communicate um with older devices. So there's some specific requirements when um when you set up a Cisco router, you need a DB9 to RJ45 console cable and you need to set up a bunch of things to communicate with it. Um so you need to configure I just saw Ian Box boxers. <laughs> Sam just saw Ian Box boxers. <laughs> Ryan has just seen Ian Buck's boxers. I'm going to send an email. What about? I just saw his boxers and I want to be on his show. Well, <laughs> before the show started, I did send him an email um, saying that... Um, I just want you to know that if you word that email like that, he will be very impressed. What's his email address? buck at gmail.com. Yeah, buckweasel.com. Oh, I see my address. Good. Um, okay. So basically, I was using it all this week when I was uh, configuring my router. So your your new uh, Cisco router, right? Yes. So why do you have to use such an ancient legacy port to do this? For security reasons. So you mean impractical reasons, right? No. This, this, this switch was made in 2001, just so you know. Didn't they have USB in 2001? Probably. Hmm. New ones still use console cables. See, if I had a product that used that and I was just entering the field, See, I would cry. But, but I'm you don't totally, do enterprise crap. Yeah, no, I don't do enterprise crap because... I don't believe in crap. So you don't believe with how the world works. Like, so if I was buying a mixer today and I had, you know, enterprise class money. Yes. Because then I'd be buying a mixer, right? But if I was buying a mixer, I would never buy this analog crap. I would buy a completely 100% Thunderbolt compatible mixer. Well, you, you use this once and you'd probably enable SSH after that. In theory, that would be my preference. Th- so that's kind of what I did. Okay, then that's a good choice. But do you know what I did? What is this thing called again? It's a Cisco Catalyst. Uh, no, 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 the, the, the program you're plugging here. Uh, Minicom. Minicom. Okay. Yeah. Why is it called this? It's mini communication. I don't oh, know. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, you said like that you weren't sure. I thought the name was intuitive. Oh. Just apt get Minicom. All you need. Mm, okay. So what was I going to have? I forgot. Probably wasn't important. Just get it. Use it. Um, Nobody's going to use that. I use it. You're basically your own demographic. There are plenty of sysadmins out there and network technicians. Like you said, they just SSH in. Well, you have to do that the second time. But you can only SSH to and take control of it if you're plugged into port 19. Why 19? I configured it that way. Oh, okay. Well then. Like, I'm going to make it open to every port. Actually, I have most of the ports shut down because, you know, I have like 10 devices at most. Yeah. So you're running your house off of it now? No, 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 no. Why not? 
I, it's in my room. So isn't everything in your room? Like all the no, 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 no. All the all the cables go to the basement switch. Oh, okay, I didn't know. And that. Um, so it hooked up to my sw- so we have a modem hooked up to a switch hooked up to my switch, which is hooked up to my DHCP server, which is trying to h- configure the IPs for every device in the house, which isn't working past you know uh, the router. Yeah, because that sounds like a bunch of crap. Well, you see, the router really wants to do it, and I don't know how to shut it off right. What kind of router? It's a, it's also it's a Linksys. This is the, it's systems. a nice one? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Why It has DD Word. It should do whatever you tell it. Yeah, it should, but it, it wants to work. Well, And I'm trying to break it. You know, it's unfortunate because, you know, the Linksys was just sold, and those routers will never be made again. Was it? Did I just say Linksys? Yeah. Pretty sure somebody sold them to Belkin? No, 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 no. Didn't you see last week's show? <sighs> Belkin plans to acquire Linksys. Nothing has happened. But Cisco has made public that they don't want their home networking So division. it's basically sold, right? It's going to take years for this deal to go I down. I don't think so. I hope next week I don't hear headlines. Five billion. Linksys you really gone. Think, you really think they're going to ask five million? That, that whole First division. Five times more than whole AMB. division. Oh, man, that sucks too. That whole division is kind of bad. Instead of appealing to people who want products, they appeal to people who don't have a clue what they're talking about. Yeah. I just, I prefer to sell products to people who want things I sell. So who do you plan to sell to? And what do you plan to sell them? Well, I plan to sell nothing. So fake market and fake product. Well, I don't have physical products, so that's a bonus for me. So your pseudo-intellectual rights... Of oh, you know, I I, I was uh, Googling for Sam how to pseudo inside of Vim. So I asked my uh, phone, you know, with the, you know, the Google voice search thing, mm-hmm. pseudo inside of Vim. And it was pseudo, but, you know, with what the way you were using pseudo, you know, the, with the oh, P yeah, and yeah. the U and the mm-hmm. E and the D and the S and the U. I made up some letters there. Um, That's but it was kind of funny. Just because, you know, pseudo- yeah. and Vim was also not a real word, so. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, so you you need to Google real words, apparently. So what are you plugging? So this week I am plugging two things. Both of them are fonts. You can't plug a font, dear sir. Dear sir, I can. So you know how I love Sublime Text, right? It's the uh, best thing since Vim, right? Mm-hmm. So in in, uh, in on the Mac only so far, I have switched from the default font. Um, I, I can't remember its name, but I switched to um, Gregorian. Yeah, Inconsolata. Inconsolata. Yeah, we'll call it that for now. And so it's uh, mono, mono mono space font. Uh, it it has nice you know decorations where that it needs them. Um, my, a little problem with it is that it's smaller than the default font uh, that comes with Sublime. But on the other hand, it scales better. So when you make it bigger, it looks nice. Um, but it, it's a really nice font that just makes things look a little bit different and a little bit fresher. That's a good thing. Um, but my more important pick of the font week mm-hmm. is called Curier Prime. Wow. So, have you ever used Curier? No. So it's a font that comes with Windows and also Macs by default. Um, it's, it's traditionally a font used to, uh, print plays or scripts or things. It's, it's also kind of monospacey. It's, it's a very generic down thin font. Okay. Um, Curia Prime is a modernized update. So it's, it's, it's specialty is not for print. Curia is from print. This is for screen reading. So I, I, um, was trolling my English professor with this font this week. Did, did your English professor actually notice she got trolled? Well, I don't know. She she has the paper now, so we'll see if she notices the the, the font. Uh, I, I would bet uh, an owl wing that uh, she doesn't. She requested it in times. I purposely did not pick times. 
Okay, she requested time. She doesn't know what a font is. Yeah, well, that's probably true. So this this uh, professor, she takes her iPad in every day, like into oh, class. So she really doesn't know. And she uses it as um, the power, you know, the the keynote thing. She uses keynote on the iPad, and she does a really great job with it. But I just, it's just so funny because if I was doing that, I would feel so limited. Oh yeah. I don't know how she gets any work done. Oh wait, English professor. Okay. Yeah. So Amazon wants to know if I want to buy a Linksys router from them. That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. <gasps> Archiving. Hey, what, what show is this again? I forgot. This is the Consumer Electronics Show. You know, we should have literally named ourselves CES as our you know, short name. That wouldn't happen. Yeah. So also, I have to tell you, oh, I have to ask you, who is our competitor? Uh, that would be... I just want to get this straight. The fine and beautiful folks over at the 5x5 Network. Yeah, and they thank me for thanking them for packing packaging yeah, the mug that I, I didn't buy. talking to um, Benjamin the other day. I wasn't talking... Well, I did actually do that. Yeah, and yeah, I think they replied to your Twitters. Well, he Speak into to... the microphone! Tell them about your... Wait, idea. what? What? Um, which what are you wanting? You talked to somebody? <laughs> You okay the, the, on the Twitter about audacity and what? well so um okay well I guess I'll just put that down and talk about it so here's what happened a few weeks ago as you might know Marco Arment quit podcasting on Five by Five because he said his show was getting repetitive and boring and he talked about as much coffee as he could stand. So, he's gone on to do other podcasts. He's been on the crossover a couple of times. He was on, he's on his own show called Neutral, and he's on some other shows that I can't remember. It's called something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, as a podcaster that always relied on Dan to do the editing, he was not used to editing. So he tried Audacity, he tried um, Premiere, not Premiere, what am I thinking? Uh, um, Reaper? Not Reaper, he never tried Reaper. What is the thing Adobe makes? Uh, Addition, he tried Addition. He tried Logic, and he also tried Pro Tools. I'm not sure what he just settled on, but I I asked Dan Benjamin that, well, so what do you prefer, what do you prefer, like um, Logic or, uh, what's the Adobe one? Addition. Addition. So do you prefer Logic or Addition? And so I asked Dan this, and so he he says he hates both um something called something called bouncing i'm not sure what that is exactly some kind of like non-real-time rendering hmm. not, i'm not exactly sure how that works i'm very new to editing yeah i am i'm like my only edited show has been off aired i'm only i'm used to audacity editing so i'm not used to all the fancy terms the pros use um so i asked dan so those both are better than audacity right and he says yeah but they suck too and the only thing that is usable is Pro Tools. So, so you should get Pro Tools. Well, you know, I looked into that, and you know how much it costs? No, how, how much would this cost? Approximately $799. For life, right? Until the next version, yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, dear Sam, I don't steal things, unless I go to Antigua. Antigua! Yeah. Off we go. That's what I'm talking about. You steal it on your own internet. Let me see how no, that goes. I'll go to Antigua and steal it. Yeah, you know, you knowing you, you'll go somewhere. Go skiing yeah. there. Let me know how that goes. Skiing for Barracudas. Where is it, anyway? We never found out. It's in the Caribbean Sea, so where's the Caribbean? What a crap. It's next to South America on the left. On the right. So you go to South Africa, and then you go to South Caribbean. Teagle's on the the far left. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? South America? I meant Central America. Well, Central America it is. Anyway, take a truck. Um, so we've got to do some main topics here. We've got to get going. Yeah, let's just uh, talk about BlackBerry and call it a day. Yeah. So, hey, BlackBerry. What? BlackBerry. 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 Yes, it's yes! here. Cool. Did you buy one? No. Woo! Oh, so, so Sam, you started it. So you don't know about this because you don't watch any of the shows. 
Um, so, um, I, 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 so periodically I have shoulder pain in this shoulder for some reason. I'm getting old. Um, so I, I, when I'm ever I'm doing Ian's show, I'm stretching this because, you know, I don't think people can see me because normally when I do the show, you're here and nobody cares. But, you have a question? Huh? Looks like you have a question. Well, yeah, okay. But so I'm stretching this normally. And so anyway, I do this and sometimes I do it with both arms. And so one day I was doing this and I'm just playing Guild Wars and waiting for Monster to die because, you know, it auto plays for me now. And so then Ian sees me doing this and he's like, he does it too. And it's like, what are you doing? I'm just stretching. And he's like, I'm doing what you're doing. So then, I don't know. I think, I think it was, you know, at the, in that game award show that we did a few weeks ago. Do you remember this? The VGA thing? Or? Yeah, the VGA thing. Um, so, um, we, we did that show. Ian and I did it together because Ian was gone. The other Ian. Yes. Yes. I remember. Um, and so, I, I, um, did this when, uh, Journey won anything significant. And so since then, we've been doing blah, 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 or hands for blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, so I, I think our most famous one so far is hands for stuff. And, well, and I'm not sure what the stuff was. But I'm sure you'd love it. Yeah. So that's, that's, what uh, does that have to do with me? I don't know. Oh, you started doing this. I think you were just stretching. When did I, I said, Oh, well, see, you didn't move into the microphone, so I couldn't hear you. Woo! Man, you sound so good on the microphone. Yeah, he does. You should hey, use it more often. Hey, do you remember? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> like, every Saturday at approximately 6.30. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, hey, do you remember when we used to say, hey, you sound good? You sound like a Ryan imposter today. Hey, do you remember that show when I did sound ridiculous on some microphone for some reason and we never yeah. found out? Yeah, like that, that every other me. week. Yeah, those olden days. Hey. You mean like now? Like, yeah, oh, I dropped it. Well, someday soon, we are going to have the coolest setup. I've dreamed it. Hey, I've did, dreamed the dream. Hey, we are going to have. I just the want best you to know, studio. unless I actually get a legit sponsor that actually legit can pay for stuff, I don't think I can expand here. All right, all right. no, no, no. Here, you're right. We can't expand here. No, no, no. Why? No, no, no. See, my job cannot fund no, this non-job. Matt's no, no, no. Job my enterprising should... job is going to be. So the money hole, like I'm going to be making eighty thousand dollars over eight years. So literally none, right? No, 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 no. no. See what you did there was some massive rounding, and by rounding, I mean deflation of job security. I am the security assist. I am here to secure you. <laughs> I think I said that earlier this show. Um, hey, 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 Blackberry, 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 Blackberry. <laughs> All right, can hey, we do Blackberry? Yet? Yeah. Oh! Microphone. How? There we go. So, hey, you know what phone came out? BlackBerry. The BlackBerry Z10 finally came out. We have specs. You want to hear them? (laughs) Let's me hear them. Okay. So, yawned at the BlackBerry. We have to edit that out. No, we don't. No, we don't edit the show. That's right. I don't edit the show. You edit the show. But you don't even edit your own show because you didn't even do it. Okay. Wait a second. You did it, but you didn't do it right. It was done so wrong. We'll talk about that later. So, 4.2 inch screen. What do you think of that? Bigger than this. You know, this is a 4.3, I think, right? Yes. Okay. I think this is a three and a half. Um, so I mean, it's not a, it's not a huge screen. It's slightly slightly larger than the iPhone five. Uh, that doesn't matter. Sli- All that matters is what it can do. Slightly larger than the iPhone five. It has a 1280 by 768 display, so it's HD capable. Mm, you know, 720 p- 720p at least. Um, with the PPI? The PPI is actually an astoundingly better than an iPhone. It is at 356 pixels per inch. That's beautiful. Did you know that is crispier than the crispiest crisp you've ever seen in I your life? I think it's crispier than a walleye in a burning <laughs> pan. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
So it's a uh, it's featuring a 1.5 gigahertz dual core processor, and I I had to do some extraordinary digging. I didn't put it in the show notes here, but I had to find out what this was. And so it's actually using a Snapdragon S4. Everybody wants a Snapdragon. Um, and and so but here's the deal. It's using a Snapdragon S4 Plus. It's not using a Snapdragon S4 Pro. Hmm. So, you know, the Galaxy S3 and the Nexus 4 and the Optimus G and the, I don't know, like, all the good phones, right? All the good ones, yeah. Well, those are all using Pros. This one is slightly not as good, slightly less Pro. It's it's more of a Plus. But we all know the hardware doesn't matter as long as the OS is great. Uh, no, the hardware kind of pretty much matters. It's beautiful, and they wouldn't uh, well, sell a product that wasn't Well, we're not even perfect. done with the hardware. We've got two gigabytes of RAM. Wow. So you can have, like, you could literally have 20 apps running at once, right? That's amazing. You know, with two gigabytes of memory, right? Yeah. Right? Right. You assume that's how it would be, right? It'd be amazing. Well, uh, you also get Bluetooth 4, Wi-Fi through N, and you can get all of this on the Verizon AT&T and maybe have some other characters someday for only $199. With contract. With to your contract. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, it does suck. If, if they offered this on like a, you know, prepaid carrier, you know, I might get one. What would you pay for this phone? I'd pay three fifty for it. You'd pay three fifty for it. Yeah, yeah. So you'd pay as much as a Nexus for. Wait, no, that's four or something. Isn't yeah, it? I think that's three fifty. Three fifty two. Yeah, but I, I definitely would try it. If I didn't like it, I'd return it on the eighty ninth day. Hey, you are so good at that. Yeah. Um. So so here's here's the thing. Um, the Nexus. I'm. What am I saying? The Nexus, not the Nexus. The Z ten. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say because it has an X and a Z in it. Uh, the Z ten. Wow, it really does have an X in it. That's funny. Where? The 10 could be read as an X. Roman numeral? No. Okay. Well, anyway. Oh, I gotta get this bit of glass. So, we we finally learned about the... What? Bit of my glass. Came oh, bit of this glass. That's what I heard. So, we finally learned about the operating system in full. So, here's 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 part of the deal. So, let's say you have your, tweet, your, your Twitter, your Twitter, your Facebook, your SMS, your emails, and your BlackBerry Messenger mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yep. Well, so there's, there's the unified inbox. Um, so, if you swipe... To the left, so swiping to the right really opens the left panel. Mm-hmm. The the unified inbox is always available for, and ready for you to you know explore. Yeah. So you get a notification just like you do on Android, like you know it pops down on that little bar on the top, and then to see all of the inbox stuff, you just swipe, and it's that easy. You know, you just swipe from the side and pull this way, and, and it reveals the unified inbox. Mm-hmm. So then, if you want to reply, you just tap on the item. It goes into that that program's inbox, and then you can do so. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, app switching is a little bit weird. So the home screen. So there's. Like, so imagine there's three panes on the home screen. So the left pane is for switching apps. The middle pane is like a traditional Android or iOS home screen. And the other screen is for like widgets and stuff. Widgets. But here's the thing. So it's a cool idea, but when an app has been switched from, it goes to this left pane on Mm -hmm. the home screen. Um, and so then to switch back, you just go to that, to that, that pane. You just, you just swipe up from the bottom of the phone. There's no physical mm-hmm. home button. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. So it makes this phone smaller and lighter and, you know, not suck. But the thing is you only can have nine apps open at any time. So when you open the 10th, it just closes, it closes the 8th? Clo- the, the, I mean, the last ninth. Yes, it closes okay. the ninth, Which is fine. But but here's the thing. It has to reload everything then. There's no instant resume like on iOS. So when you open that app back up, it's... It has to start cold. 
So what if it was a word doc or something? That's a start cult. But it would save. Well, for, yes, it would, it would save before it closes. It would so do, you, we wouldn't lose any content. But it has to start up from from a cult. Because the processor is so fast, it could just start up right away, though. So but it's I fine. Have, but there's two gigabytes in memory. Like who was? What what were they thinking when they did this? It doesn't make sense. Nine apps and two gigs. That's insane. There must have been a reason. These guys are. Well, geniuses. I'm, I'm sure there must be a reason, but I don't know what it is. Well, anyway, so another cool thing about that app switcher is that let's say you have your weather app open and your music player app open, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you have if you you switched away from weather to some other app and then you go back to that 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 app switching screen that weather app it shows a thumbnail of something so usually for apps that don't have anything special it just shows a thumbnail of the last state the app was in yes but for apps that care they can implement their own custom widget overlay on top of their you know last state display so the weather app shows you a nice picture icon of the weather and the temperature the music app shows you the name of the song and the album art um, but what I heard is like, for instance, if you have Twitter open and then the 10th app you open and then Twitter's the ninth, well, then Twitter is closed and you have to go back into it to do anything. Hmm. So you have to reopen it from scratch. And it's weird because Twitter is treated as a like top level message thing. Yeah. Cause you, you, cause you, it, it's in the unified inbox. So, so it's kind of a weird thing that it can be closed. It shouldn't be able to be closed if it's a top level service. Who cares? People who want to use Twitter, maybe they can just keep on going back to it. I mean, honestly, nine is a pretty big number. Not really. I mean, uh, so open up your Nexus. Which one? Just seven. One? Oh. How about the one you have? Okay. No. Well, oh, I get, see, I get confused. No, see what apps you have. Okay. So the first so, app I have: Drive, Chrome, Gmail, Tweeting, Settings, Camera, ES File Explorer, USB Hub, and Play Store. How many does that go through? I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So one more. So you get one more app than that one allows. I know, but but it's weird com- also seeing the uh, you know iOS in general being able to have any apps open in that app tray and you can just switch to them instantly. And no, they're not running in the background, but yes, they are open to instantly open. Mm. It's just a weird thing. I don't think it's it's that not a, bad. Though. No, it's not a deal breaker. It's, it, no, it, it's still good. But it's just a weird thing that apps shouldn't just disappear and need to be reopened. Maybe we'll see something like this in an update, but I, I, I have I, to see this more. I, th- I think it'll be in an update. Yeah. So there are nice videos on The Verge if you want to look at those. They're, they're amazing videos. Yeah. Um, the, the Verge guys, did uh, they, they got their review units a week ago, I think. Yeah. That's kind of funny. It's very rare that I'm really excited about a phone that I will never buy. You know, it's weird because it just is that the browser video alone sold me on it, but just in general, when I, when I saw those other videos, it, I, I was very impressed. Yeah. So, moving along, what kind of camera do you think this uh, BlackBerry has? You know, rumor is it sucks. Yeah, so uh, normally I wouldn't ask you to open up a link, but what if you open up that link? Yep, uh, So, link. So, uh, if you've ever heard me accuse my phone of being crap, um, you probably heard me telling you about the camera. So, the camera on my phone, which is, uh, what is this again? Uh, this is an Evo 3D. Um, it, it It's very grainy and low light. But, so, uh, dear Sam... Tell me which picture here looks very dim. So the one on the far left in and Sam's... Second to the right. Huh? And second to the right. Okay. So the one on the far left is the Z10, which is the new BlackBerry phone. And the one on... Uh, the second one from the right is the iPhone 5. So the ones that win... Are the Lumia 920 and, and the, the Galaxy iPhone. S3. Yeah. Well, uh, so, you know what? Wow, what a fail. So Gizmodo did some testing. I, I don't, I'm not sure how they conducted their tests. I, apparently they took a picture of a poster about some game. And so, I think it's an Assassin's Creed thing. Okay. So they, they took some test pictures, and in low light, the Z10 just does not take pictures well. And Don't be using your camera in low light. Well, but here's the thing. 
here's here's another example which is a really really nice one look at how washed out and how low quality the z10 is compared to the others i mean the iphone isn't great here yeah. either but i think indoor face shots should be better I mean, it shouldn't, you know, so you, you see that Z10 picture, right? So everybody, um, listening to the show, go to the Gizmodo link and then scroll down into the comments. Or maybe I'll just put a link in there and look at this comparison chart. The, the Z10 photo of the, the, the head, the guy, it looks like an Instagram filter was applied. Do you agree, Sam? Do you see the guy in the middle row in the Z10 column? Does it look like an Instagram filter was applied to that guy's head? I think so too. Instagram built in. It's a feature. You, so that's another thing. There is no Instagram on, uh, this, uh, printing system. Uh, not um, a loss. No. But anyway, I, I just feel like a camera is kind of important on a phone. Uh, especially when this phone is trying to appeal to people who are going to, in theory, use it in their real lives instead of just for work. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it, it looks good. Um, so after launching all of this new phone stuff, so, so. not not only did they launch the Z10, uh, they also launched the Q, Q10. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Z10 is just a flat surface, right? It's just all touchscreen. Mm-hmm. Well, the Q10 has a QWERTY touch thing, or not a QWERTY touch, but a QWERTY keyboard down here and, you know, screen up here. So much like their old stuff. So much like the old original Blackberries. So they, they will have both going forward. Um, so you might be wondering, when are these things coming out in the United States of America? Well, February 28th is the answer. Wow. Coming up. Um, and so I, I'm not sure which carriers they'll be from. I'm assuming Verizon and, and AT&T off the bat and then Sprint and T-Mobile later. But it doesn't really matter because nobody's going to buy them anyway. Um, but they're released in Europe already. Nice. I don't know How'd why. How'd they get there? I... I, I, some regulation thing, I'm not sure exactly. Well, how are they doing over there? Well, in general, after announcing all of this stuff and relaunching, you know, all these new phones and stuff, their stock fell 12%. 12 whole percent. So, so what is, what is 12% of like what, 20 cents? Like none? Okay. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of sad. Uh, that BlackBerry failed so hard. Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I can't leave Android. Like, you know, oh, so that's another thing the Z10 can do. Uh, it can emulate Android 2.3. Sold. It is old. That's gingerbread, isn't it? It is. What your that's, phone, what, that's what my phone runs. But, I mean, it can do that. So what I hear is that it's slow and horribly slow. Yeah. Now, otherwise, the OS is really fast. And, uh, you know, I can believe it because the OS wasn't made to suck. It was made to be good. It's mm-hmm. not like iOS. Um, but I also have some interesting things. You, you, so let's say you ask some guy, like just walking around. Hey, let's ask Sam. Hey, what company makes Blackberries? Rim. Well, you'd be wrong today. Do you know why? Rim rebranded because nobody knows what a Rim is. What does Rim stand for? Do you know? Uh, research, research in motion. motion. Very well done. We'll see. That's because we listen to this tech show and you're tech ish. Well, so if my mom were to be asked who makes her Blackberry, she had one until last year. She would have said, well, BlackBerry makes BlackBerry. And today that is true. Rim rebranded to BlackBerry. Wow. No, no, I think it makes sense. But on the other hand, I think it's stupid because let's say Apple was like, hey, you know, this iPod is the greatest thing ever. We're going to rebrand to iPod. Well, they should rebrand to the Playbook. Oh, well, speaking, speaking of, which, of which, we have some news about Playbooks. Yeah. So they're kind of old. And by kind of old, I mean like four months, five months. Aren't they? The new gen came out recently. Well, I don't but, know if a new generation came out. I don't think they've literally released any products since, you know, like last year. Nah. Well, either way, even a year old product is still going to get the new OS. 
So you're telling me, well, you know, well, let's look up because I don't actually know much about the playbook. Yes, this is exactly what is what is this playbook that you're speaking of? So remember when we, the only place I've seen them in a store is at that uh, Office Depot. So this is what a playbook looks like. Uh, it's very similar to what I call a Samsung Galaxy Tab. It's a part of that era, uh, the, the first generation of seven inch tablets. Um, it is a one gigahertz OMAP processor, so the same kind of processor that's used in the Kindle Fire. Um, it, it, it's a Cortex A9, so that's not so bad. It's just crap, though. Um, it has one gig of memory. It has a 1024 by 600 pixel display. Uh, so, like, literally no PPI. Um, only four finger multi-touch. Very limited there. Uh, accelerometers, blah, blah, blah. Five megapixel rear camera, three megapixel front camera, Wi-Fi, uh, uh, LTE options. Yeah, so playbook. Yeah, and now with the new OS. Uh, so originally they were going to have um, Adobe Air applications on it. That's back when Adobe Air mattered. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Um, so this um, was first demonstrated at uh, on October 25th, 2010. But it doesn't say when it came out. Or release date, April 19th, 2011. So it's, it's not, not even a year old yet. But the hardware is eclipsed even by just a simple Nexus 7 that was only released three months later. Yeah. So... Uh, the, the, so do you know the biggest problem with the playbook? Do you know why it didn't take off? Maybe it's weight, but the real reason. So let's say who would who is who would be most likely of 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 the universal set of people? What subset would be most likely to purchase a playbook? People who already own Blackberries. That is the answer I was looking for. So the B set. The B set. <laughs> yes. Um, well, here's the problem. So let's say you had a Blackberry. You have a Blackberry account. That's how you use the Blackberry Mail and the Blackberry Messenger and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the playbook didn't have an email app or a Blackberry Messenger app. You're kidding. No. So do you know why? Security reasons? So the original architecture of the infamous, what am I saying? The, the famously secure, infamously secure. Infamously secure, okay. Yeah, that one. The infamously secure BlackBerry servers and systems and why all enterprise loves them, right? Mm-hmm. The reason they couldn't put email on the playbook is because their systems were never configured to have a device be authenticated on more than one device. I mean, account could never be authenticated in more than one place. So, you know, on your, on your Android phone and on your Nexus 7, it's authenticated in two places. Yeah, and my browser everywhere. It is. BlackBerry services were never configured to be this way, so they had to re-architecture their whole backend to allow email support to exist in multiple places at once. Yeah, and so at launch they had nothing for email except you know third-party you know like Gmail, Yahoo, whatever, just through the browser. So it sucked. Yeah, I suppose I would have to. You know, you kind of expect the BlackBerry product to implement the BlackBerry services. So the B set didn't go for it then. Or did the B set buy it and then were disappointed and then sold their stock? You know, I want. So it says shipments totaled 500,000 units during the first quarter, sales and 200,000 in the following quarter. Much of the 700,000 units shipped to retailers allegedly remained on the shelves for months, prompting RIM to reintroduce dramatic price reductions in November 2011 to increase sales. So, yeah, I'm thinking it didn't do too well. Yeah. Now, if they make another playbook. Oh, so also, do you know this playbook? You know, it's funny that I said uh, this OMAP processor that, that's very much like the Kindle Fire. Do you know what's funny? What? The Kindle Fire that came out, the first gen, mm-hmm. it was essentially a rebranded playbook. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they, they used the same internals and just did a different shell. Well, looks like it did better. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, weird whole thing. So we'll we'll see how the, the tablet, I don't know, BlackBerry 10 ends up working out for them. So do you like the name BlackBerry 10? I do. I, I prefer the name Black BBX. BBX. 
Yeah, I like BlackBerry Ten. So they were originally going to call the operating system BBX, but there was a lawsuit from some other company that, that totally didn't let them. How can BBX be some? How can Metro? Like a... How can Metro be something? Well, and how can? And how can one country's entity destroy Microsoft's best branding approach in the last ten years? Oh wait, I have no idea, but it happened. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So what would you? How much would you pay for a BlackBerry Ten device? You know. Do you think one ninety nine is really? Like, good. I'm assuming Enterprise could get it cheaper, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, but even that, I just don't think that it's going to be likely to actually happen. I do, um, but I just don't know anybody who would go in into your contract. That's Everybody's the, tied up in theirs. Nobody the, likes breaking their contract. Wait, what's really weird, too, is if, let's say you're a company and you've already moved away from BlackBerry. You're not going to go back suddenly just because a new operating system came out with two new handsets. They said they were going to release six throughout 2013, but even that's fishy to me. It either has to be really cheap to get me on board now, so I stay on later. There's so many cheap Android phones for a hundred bucks. Well, even yeah, exactly, and and I just can't imagine anything else. I don't know. Maybe when I feel it, it'll it'll be really good. But I would I would when pay you feel bucks. it. Yeah. I, you know, so I hear the build quality is extraordinarily similar to the iPhone 5's build quality. It's very high quality and even better, as we found out. Yeah, it's it's doing really really well. Um, I, I, I don't know if, you know, they go to the exact same lengths as precision wise, but it's, it's really good. It's, well, my brand new iPad four had chips in it already. Uh, And I told you to return it immediately, but you didn't. Why? The software range is fine. If I had an Apple product that had any defect, it would be returned immediately. It's Apple. That's their job to satisfy my aluminum needs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, would you like to test a BlackBerry 10 device? I would. Where do you think we could get one? Look at Best Buy. They, they've they always had BlackBerry crowds. Yeah, I just don't think Best Buy would ever have uh, a BlackBerry device. But what if I had one right here? Surprised. Wow. This guy over here does not react. He's got a BlackBerry so, on the table. Anybody want to touch that there? And you have opened it. Good. I lied, by the way. That's a Nexus 4. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I that had to be your dad's or somebody's. Nah. Well, did you open it? Yeah. Got it all configured? Mm-hmm. You boxed it up right before we came? No. What? You never mm-hmm. opened it? Why, well, we never put it back in the box. Does that feel like there's a phone in there? Oh, bloody no, crap. You have no idea. Nexus logo. Yeah, isn't that it's a nice? good box. Yeah, I know. It's totally shine it. I will. I'm oh, it's big. And really nice. Well, and it's not in the box, by the way. It's all that. Oh, it's a charger and crap. Well. They're so nice. Fantastic. So, I'm guessing Ian Buck hasn't figured this out yet? No, so this is the first breaking news of the show. Uh, hey, I got a Nexus 4. You kept that secret quite well. That's a case, by the way, just so yeah, you know. I know, I'm seeing how thick it is. It's kind of weird. I'm not sure I like it. Yeah, I don't the, know. The, 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 don't put it back on. This, this volume thing here is too flimsy and it gets in the way of you know, working. Well, in your box it don't has it ads for on. iPhone cases. No, I, I, uh, that, that came with the case. Don't put it back on. Just for now, he's going to see it. And you might as well feel it without the case. Oh, I'd love to feel I mean, it off the case. really nice. It's funny because, like, the... Talking to the, the microphone. Oh, I forgot you're still running. Never mind. Of course we're running. It's we are like the podcasters. Two, almost two hours. Wow. It's like 15 So, minutes. did you just feel how light it was? the back. No, but hold this phone and then hold that phone. Yeah, it's heavy. I don't want to hold it. I know. Hand hurts. Yeah. 
How do you turn it on? There's a side See, button. There's a power button right there, and so I, I, I immediately so I didn't it. turn off. I didn't take off the screen because I don't have a screen protector yet. I get one. Oh, it looks just like ice cream sandwich. That. What? Well, yeah. So I, it's it's so whenever I turn the phone on with the you know on the right side, I have to use these other fingers on the left side to hold the phone in place, and that piece of plastic always bends right there. So I'm not sure I like that. But the reason I like this case in particular is because it was so slim. But on the other hand, it's so wimpy that I don't like it. So I, I have to see what I like. Whoa, light. Yeah, stop that's, that's bright. Yeah, and y'all, it really is. Don't do that to it's people. So. Hi. I thought you used your phone earlier today. So this both one? are active? Is no, that activated? No, no, see, I don't have SIM cards. So I don't know how that works. Oh, so you have to contact Bridger mm-hmm. Mobile to get yeah, it changed? You can feel it. Yeah, so you know what I mean, right? It's you can a... feel it, too, because it's not touching the case. Exactly. Normally. So it's kind of a weird feeling. And feels broken. But man, that thing is fast, and is it light? Yeah. So I don't know what the battery life is. I'm not reviewing it now, because, you know, I totally just said that it is a BlackBerry 10. Uh, it's not. It's better. Cool. How much better? So it's approximately one contract right less. But yeah, that might have something to do with it. Um, so let me tell you something. I, I, I like it a lot, but my issue with it is that it only has 16 gigabytes of storage. And its battery isn't very large. So it only has a, a 2000 mAh battery. Are you having a hard time with that box? I put the uh, product in backwards. Oh, yeah. I, I did weird stuff with that, too. Yeah. So I'm just straightening it up because I assume you want it back in the box. You can take out the cord now in the no, power brick. No, no, no. No, I, I'm going to use it. Too bad. I'm putting it back in factory weight because I, I feel good about doing it because it's, it's complicated. <laughs> and I, I feel like I've achieved something worthwhile by so, so what, repackaging what do you think, what, what menial do you think? task. Screen's big. It's bright. It's beautiful. So I, I, I think it's great, too. Um, so I, I was at first concerned cause you know, I love my current phones, you know, camera shutter button, but if you're on the home screen or on the lock screen, you just swipe to the, that way mm-hmm. and you get into camera mode. So you don't have to do like any work really. You just turn That's it on nice. and you just swipe, but there's no physical shutter button unless I, I lied. Wait, wrong camera. Stop sucking. Wait a minute. What? It looks like you paid a dollar for this. Really? How can you tell? According to the bill... I definitely did not pay a dollar, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> 0.00 shipping quantity. Yeah. So, I'm amazed that you can order a not are, a whole are number. are reading these numbers? You're kidding me. What, what, what are you talking about? Show me this. I, I can't. I don't know what you're referring to. I didn't read that the receipt. one right there. Yeah, there's one unit. 1.00. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? Well, when it was folded up and I saw like, oh, the, just, the, the okay. tabs, they're like, wow. Is well, that a so card? I just read this, and it's like four phone, sixteen gigabytes US HSPA. Like, I got an iPhone. That's not right. And it's like, oh, Nexus for not iPhone for. Yeah. So that's very cool. Very so, awesome. do you want to guess how much this cost in total? So, it, it, the the model I got was a sixteen gigabyte model, as you probably can guess. It cost three forty nine. How much did I actually end up paying? This includes the case, right? And no, don't bother about the case. Oh, three seventy five. Three eighty nine because shipping was um thirteen dollars. Okay. Did you know I haven't paid for shipping in like four years? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. And um tax. Yeah, tax was twenty six dollars. Gotta pay. Him. Absurd. Where does Google have a store in Minnesota? Denver. Yeah. Right. So how does it work? Hey Sam, do you know how it works? Where Where is Google's store in Minnesota? I didn't know they had Well, because I had to pay tax. I don't have to pay tax to Amazon. So how does it work? Uh, Okay, because I thought you had to pay tax with the company you were buying from Heads of Storefront in Minnesota. I, I don't know. It's a good question, though. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. 
But even though... Oh, crap. I forgot a shell. Oh. So what did you... Did you like my, my epic reveal of... Hey, that reveal. Yeah, I got a box. Good. Want a box? Yeah. Um... So even though it, it's three eighty nine um, from Google and you know directly from them, it's still cheaper than buying through Amazon. It is cheaper to go Amazon. No, it's still cheaper to go through Google. What's you, Amazon selling it for? More. Okay, I wasn't sure if you knew numbers. Yeah. So big question for you: What are you doing with your old phone? Uh, would you like it? Yeah. How much are you selling it for? So the sixteen gigabyte model, this one. Yeah. Is, is this one. So, so the one you bought comparatively on Amazon. This yes. So the one I bought is five hundred and thirty four dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> $534 for the same model. If they sold any of them, I'm chuckling. There's only 18 left in stock, so yes, I think so. Wow. Yeah. Success. I know. Uh, you can have this for 100 bucks if you really want it. 100 bucks. 137 new at Target, but whatever. Hmm. I have to think that one over. I don't know. Over well, some dominoes. <laughs> uh, so it's it's kind of a... Ah, shut off. Shut off. No, the show... No- oh, well, brought up a mouse. <laughs> There, there's the rest of the screen. So it's kind of cool to have two Nexus devices. Now, I want to try this because I haven't tried it yet. Uh, but have you ever used Android Beam? No, I have not. I haven't either, so I want to I want to, I want to see what happens. So does anybody know how to find the gallery on this thing? Uh, so here's a picture of my cute dog, right? Yep. So hold, dog. hold this device and hold it backwards so that you face the screen. Thank you. My Nexus... D- oh, 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 there shook, we go. Shook. It's beaming. Did you get it? Ah, incoming beam, incoming beam. Why? Why did it take that long? This is really gimmicky. Why isn't it working? Come on, dog, work. No, beam. Touch the beam. <laughs> One second. Oh, it's a touch the beam, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's got the... Yep, complete. Wait, okay. That's... It started changing this up. Windows 8 is Windows 8 to go yeah. enterprise. Yeah, but nobody calls it that. It's just Windows I 8 to go. But I was right when I was saying that. I know, but nobody calls it that. Literally no one. Not even Paul Throt. He works for Microsoft. I called it that. But it's wrong. No, it's right. No, it worked. It, it's I want to do it again. <laughs> so you're just clicking them together. Okay. Well, so it's supposed to be a cool feature, but it never works. Yeah. Remember, we we found this out with the the Nexus triad we formed. Well, so when my dad and I did it with when when, when he had his Nexus Seven, mm-hmm. it worked. But I, I when Ian had his, it never worked. Mm-hmm. And I never tried it with you because I didn't know it was possible. Hey, you have one right there. Let's try it with yours. All right, Nexus, Nexus. So what do we do? Touch. <laughs> this is the first time I've transferred a file like this. Did it work? Uh, but nothing's popped up yet. Why not? Mm-hmm. Anything. So it's like it, it, it gets it, but then it loses it. No. Hmm. Well, in theory, well, it'll work one day. It looks cool when they do it with the uh, Galaxy S3s. So you know that thing I was telling you about, that those those random haunted uh, devices that just appear randomly in my network? That was it? No, so I, I figured something out, because I had this Nexus 7 for, you know, like, since November 13th, when this came out, too. <laughs> and so today I found this on my network, and it's like, what in the bloody world is that? Do, do you know what it's called on my network? Um, No idea. Something absurd. It is called... Oh, come on. It's not there now. Be there. Do. Go. Well, anyway, it's called uh, O-C-C-A-M. That's uh, quite the weird name. Like OCAM or something. So mm-hmm. it's like, what is an OCAM? So I googled, what is an OCAM? Well, it turns out that's the code name for the Nexus 4. So it's like, oh... Then they called it the Nexus 4. Occam. Yeah. It's from Occam's Razor. But I didn't think so, because it didn't seem like... O-C-C-A-M? Yeah, but it didn't... I, 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 I knew that, but I didn't... Think. Oh, I just meant that's how you say it. I don't know what else you're doing. Okay, okay, that's what I was going for. Yeah, because it didn't make sense, because there's not very much... It's not a razor. Like, the razor should have been called the razor. Anyway. No, it's Occam's razor, though. I know, I got it. Well, so then, what I thought is both of these devices have Miracast, kind of, through Wide Eye. 
Do you know what Y-Dai is? No. So I don't know what, what show we talked about this on, but Y-Dai is Intel's wireless television standard. So you can beam stuff to a TV just like you can with an AirPlay TV, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what Y-Dai does. So I think Y-Dai is pinging somehow my Intel board and chip. With some some you know demon magic, so that's kind Let's of a cool, cool thing. Even though my my computer doesn't have so a lot of phones, right? I've been walking all day with two phones. There are devices oh. everywhere. <laughs> it is insane. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, recording that's, this show. Yeah, we're we're ending now. Yeah, I, I was just curious how how much life I could have in the Magic the Gathering app. The uh, co-host guest person installed. Wait, that's kind of cool. Well, I had to verify that um, I can have my sixty life points <laughs> and more and more. <laughs> Turns out I can have over 115. Yes. So, um, so I'll have to plug this app next week. But yeah, so I'm, next week I'm going to plug my Nexus 4, if you haven't heard, but I need to get a SIM card. Uh, from what? A micro SIM card for this device so I can hook it oh. up to the T-Mobile. Uh, the t- so uh, you were just listening to this lady rant about how she hates T-Mobile. Now, I think it's a problem with her and not them. Yeah. Because from what I can see is, you know when I said the t- .25 and the .4 thing? I made all that up. It's not true. Because, you know, the Keezer had, you know, his T-Mobile phone. Works fine. And his parents were like, get home now! Like, oopsie. And then they started insulting my door. Yeah, yeah, it was quite funny. Yeah. Hey, so do you want to, like, uh, say anything to the audience before we go? Um? Like, what you're doing next week, or, you know, anything? Any plans? Your, your test is two weeks away, so it's not that next week. On what yeah, I, I still have to study for that. You know, next week won't be as big as this week. I know this is the longest show we've ever done ever in our lives. Yeah, three hours on the clock, eh? Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. There's a fringe there. But it's still the longest show ever. Yeah. But I don't think it's that bad. No, no, this is this the best is show, show. This is the best show we've ever done, except last week's. Last week's was pretty good, too. I know. But uh, I, I do think our show quality has increased. Now, what if I actually, next week, pull out a, a, a test Z10? I'm yeah. going to work on this. You know, if you do... I think you've had to con somebody. <laughs> You'll be right, but I'm going to work on this. Yeah. And I won't happen. But if it did, I'd be impressed. Yeah. So I should plug my Switch. I should bring it down here one day. Well, you should definitely not yeah. plug it in, but you should plug it. I should bring it down here? Yeah. But not turn it but on. But don't turn it on because it's going to be too loud. Yeah, because I've, I've warned you about this fan before. Yeah. Um, I don't blame it because I'm, I'm sure it gets hot, but I, I just can't. I but, can't. Um, so I had some... Uh, I wrote down a few um, notes to myself on some scrap sheets of paper. And yeah, I see, threw I it on top Evernote. of my Switch. And um, all of a sudden, they started blowing around because the fan really, really turns air. Wow. Like it, It's like almost a ceiling fan. So I think I could have a couple, you know, acting as ceiling fans. That's good. Yeah. Well, see, my room has, seems to be getting smaller by the day. I've seen your room. It is very small. Yeah. You um, know, this room is bigger than your room. No, so I've expanded my room a little by um, getting rid of my bed. That's not called expansion. That's called deprecation. Well, so you know my little cot? It's, it's only like a foot and a half wide. That is essentially useless. I've been sleeping on it for like... That is not a... That isn't... That, okay. I don't, see, I, I don't like it. Do you know why? Tell me. So I'm off the ground now, and it, it's nice when I get up in the morning, but I'm also right in front of the window now. So I have to keep like two blankets right next to the window, otherwise I just freeze to death. Like, oh. Because I, we have, everything's insulated and stuff, but it's just not as good as a wall. Well, I like, know. I, I still know. feel not as good as cold. Yeah. I'm just so. saying. I mean, it was the uh, coldest night of the year so far for us in here in the Twin Cities. Oh, yeah, man. That was terrible. Um, when my grandma woke up, I was talking to her this morning, and um, she said it was only negative 30 Well, there. so I was doing that, and I touched this, and it's like, whoa. Mm. Nah, I'll shut down. Makes noise. Yeah. How do you open the boot menu or the BIOS when you start this up? We're, we're still doing the Yeah, show. we're busy. Oh. Hi. I thought you finished, like... I would announce fringe beginnings. But anyway... I, hey, oh, Sam, you are, you are our guest today. Would you like to say your new website and plug it? Uh, 
I don't. It's not really done yet. Do it now. Sammyverts.com. It's not really new either. It looks nice. It has buttons. Not really. I look. Yeah. I thought it looks good. It, it's coming soon. I think it says. Is that, oh, under construction. That's what it says. And it uses Georgia. Great. Good choice. Um, where, where, what, what about what about you? You can find me at blog.matthewpetcher.com. I am going to go resolve this issue like as soon as I get home and gain consciousness. Why don't you just resolve it now? Yeah. There's uh, deep issues. Photos are missing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Well, if you need to upload anything, you know, you can use it right here. No, no, no. Um, these are quite small. Okay, because because oh. sometimes your internet upload is a little bit fickle. I I'll take it out over the night. It, it'll be fickle. Fun. Oops. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. So and of course you can find me Ryan Rampersad everywhere, especially on the Twitter Ryanamar. And did you know that you can also find me on the Nexus? Literally, both the seven and four. Literally, either the seven or the four. Definitely not the ten. I can tell you, I'm not buying that. That thing's a piece of crap. Well, see, here's that. the thing. I need a new MacBook Air, but I don't want to get another another MacBook Air because it's a piece of crap. So I have to find something to get instead. I got button, button, I've been buying What's phones that, and, because it's useless. It doesn't fit what I need. For. I need a keyboard if I'm going to have something that big. No, I know, but it's not like a bad. Tablet. They might as well call it the Nexus 15 at this point. The the, the laptop Nexus 15. No, the Nexus 10 is a tablet. I know it's a piece of crap. I want a Nexus 15 with a keyboard. No, but why is it bad? Because it doesn't have a keyboard. No, but for a tablet, it's good. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's better than Retina. It is better than Retina, but here's the problem. Can't the, keep up. Mm, yes, it, it it's Can't unfortunately unable to push its pixels under heavy load. Which is fine for now. If they upgrade, if they upgrade to take a four and overclock a tiny little bit, I think it'll be good. Yeah, but um, it's I not think a piece of crap. It basically is. No. For the it's, price, no. it's just too much. Two, it's three ninety nine. Nah. Yeah. No. It looks better than the iPad. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just realized. Something. What? Hey, stop iPad. touching Steve. <laughs> I didn't, what? Oh. He fondled Steve. I know. Woo. <laughs> Anyways, have a good one. Have a good one. Where's the mouse?